Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I did have a topic lined up for today, but you know what? We're going to throw that out because I saw something last night that made me want to talk about this topic instead. And so we're going to talk about it. We're going to be talking about the topic of representation in the media when it comes to the LGBTQ plus community and the good the good representation, the bad representation, and why it matters to have good representation. I'll be going into depth here in a second, but I would just like to take a moment to say I really appreciate everyone who is taking the time to listen to these episodes. Uh, This podcast is something that I've been thinking about doing for a while, and I've never really had the courage to do so, simply because I didn't think I would be confident enough to share my thoughts this openly before, but I just decided, why not? Why not do it? Because, you know, if you're not going to share your thoughts, then how are people going to hear them? Pretty simple. Anyway, yes, today we're going to be talking about representation, and so let's just let's just get into it. First of all, representation. What is it? It basically just means if I'm watching a movie or a TV show, is there a gay couple? Is there a lesbian couple? Is there somebody who's openly gay or lesbian or bisexual or anything like that? That is representation in its like most simplest sense. Now, this can go uh, one of two ways. One, it can be treated as not a big deal and natural, which is considered good because that's the whole point. You don't want to make it a big deal. You don't want to make a spectacle of it because it's not meant to be a spectacle. It's meant to just be like, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, cool. Um, And then bad representation would be considered like somebody comes out as lesbian or gay or bi or whatever and... Uh, one of the characters in the movie or the show treated as, like, weird, or if it's a big deal or something, then that's considered bad representation, because in reality, uh, sexuality should be normalized across the board. There should be no, like, shock when it comes to coming out, but, you know, fortunately it still exists, so, you know, that's always gonna be a problem. Anyway... Um, what I'm specifically going to talk about today is I'm going to talk about a, a, an example of good represent. No, I'm, I'm going to talk about the bad one first. I'm going to talk about an example of bad representation. Then I'm going to there's no two examples of bad representation. Then I'm going to show two good examples of representation, and then we're just going to talk about why it matters in the grand scheme of things, and then we will go from there. The first movie that I want to talk about is one that I saw last night on Netflix, which I went into it thinking it was going to be just, you know, like a cute, funny holiday movie because the movie was about Thanksgiving. Because like, we're just going to go in and it's going to be like a cute, funny holiday movie. And that'll be it. Uh, that's not what that's not what you get when you watch this movie. Without exaggeration, the movie's an hour and 40 minutes long. And the first, like, 10 minutes is peaceful. 
And then once you hit, like, the... Once you get, like, 15 minutes in, the whole movie is nothing but just chaos. Nothing but just non-stop chaos. Because the whole perp... The whole, like, concept of the movie is that the main character is trying to come out as gay to her family over Thanksgiving dinner. And the whole movie is just, like, every possible thing that could go wrong, going wrong. And, like, that getting in the way of her coming out. And, yeah, like I said, it's just, the entire movie is just non-stop chaos. Like, it's only, like, the first ten minutes, like, the first, and then the last, like, six minutes that are just completely peaceful. And it's ridiculous. Ridiculous! It was so ridiculous. Not only because... A, I felt that, yes, it did accurately portray, like, what it is like to visit a family over the holidays. Especially if you have a very large family. It can be very, very, very chaotic. So I did... I felt that they did that correctly. The thing that I had a problem with, though, is that, that there were two characters in the movie specifically... That were just non-stop assholes. The entire movie. Like from the very beginning to the very end. They were just assholes. And I found it to be just grating to watch. And like it just made me. It, it didn't really like add to the enjoyment. It just made me mad if anything. Like. Specifically, like, the entire movie is about the main character who is female coming out as gay. But then, like, her best friend is, like, hitting on her the whole time. And, like, trying to, like, convince her that she's not gay. And it's like... Oh, yeah, that... Okay. Yep. That was the thing that happened. And then there was, like, a whole lot... There was, like, a, another character who was, like... Who was, like, uh... Like, uh, an uncle to the main character... And, like, he, all he cared about was, like, smoking weed. And, like, he almost burnt the house down. And, like, there was this whole, whole thing with that character that I just, ugh, I did not like. Um, so, yeah. That's a bad, that's a good example of, like, just bad representation. Just because, like, the way they went about the coming out was that, like, it felt, like, shaming almost because like 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 the the message the movie was trying to go for is that like you should you like you shouldn't wait until the last minute to tell people things you should just say it like from the onset and it's like sure i get that but you could have gone you could have gone about it so much better than you did here that i just i have to question your intentions just a little bit because, like, towards the end, when, like, the reveal finally happened, I was just so let down. Because, like, the build-up was just shit. And then, uh, yeah, it, it, it was bad. Another one that I will that I will fault for being a bad example of representation, but I will also give a pass because... This movie's from 2006, meaning it's 14 years old, meaning it came from a time period where people still believed that if you were gay, you were, like, inherently tragic and didn't deserve a happy ending in, in movies and stuff like that. 
because uh, this next movie, also on Netflix, if you really, really want to watch these movies, you can go ahead and do them. I'm just giving you my general opinion on them. I'm not giving you, like, like concrete spoilers, so, like, if you really want to watch them, go ahead. I'm not going to stop you. But this next movie that I'm talking about, also on Netflix, is called Loving Annabelle. It's from 2006, and it's about this girl who is a troublemaker, a rebel, who has been expelled from her normal school, and her mother enrolls her in a Catholic school. And the whole premise of the movie is that, like, the main character is a troublemaker, and she, like, does, she's, okay, like, the whole, like, kickstart of the movie is that, like, she's a troublemaker, and then, like, she says things in class that are inappropriate, but instead of, like, reprimanding her and, like, thinking it's inappropriate, her teacher, who is also female, uh, like, subconsciously finds it, like, finds her attractive, and, like, the whole movie is her, like, trying to deny it. When And then, like, eventually, when it does lead to romance, it ends in tragedy, because, you know, gay people must be tragic. There is no such thing as happy endings for gay people back in the 2000s, apparently. And I just didn't like it because, A, the tragic ending... I mean, granted, like I said, this came from a time where that was more widespread. So it was an excuse that it was a lazy ending. Like, it was just lazy. And two, I... Like, the whole, like, there was a whole big section of the movie that deals with, like, religion, because, like I said, Catholic school. So, I, like, me, like, me, personally, religion makes me, like, super, super uncomfortable for reasons I won't get into. But, yeah, I feel like, like, they were trying to shoehorn in, like, this whole, like, religion subplot, and it was just, it was bad, is my point. It was just real bad. Real bad. Um... But yeah, there are a lot, there there are some examples of just bad representation, like the ones I talked about. But there are also examples of really good ones that I will discuss right now. More specifically, uh, we're going to be talking about Catradora from Shira, And we're going to be talking about... Um, there, there, there are other examples that I'm not thinking of in the moment, like, as I'm sitting here, but there are other examples. Okay, yeah, here, I, well, well, let's talk about Catchador first. Now, Netflix's Shira came out in 2018, and immediately, uh, people latched onto it. Like, from season one. The second season one dropped, people latched onto it so hard that uh, the people working on the show were kind of overwhelmed a little bit, if that makes sense. I remember reading interviews from back then of, like, uh, people working on the show, like, did not expect um, it to resonate so well with people. And then, you know, as if you've seen the show, you already know the season one came out, met with critical acclaim. And then, you know, a year and a half later, we have a children's show that has a very, very well, it's not the first show to do this, granted, because, you know, 
um, Adventure Time did it in like I think it was 2018. No, oh, look at that, 2018. Uh, um, uh, like Adventure Time was like the very first time in Cartoon Network's history where there was a f- very, very, very full-on, very open uh, gay couple between Maybelline. I mean, yeah, Maybelline, which is uh, Princess Bubblegum and. I forget her name. Vampire. I forget her name at the second. I know their their ship name is Maybelline. But like I forget her name. You you get it. You know Maybelline. You you get that. Um uh, wait, is this not no it's not Maybelline. I don't even know okay, anyway, you know what I'm talking about. Adventure time. <laughs> That was like the first time that an openly gay couple was present in an animated show. That's my point. I I might have gotten their names completely wrong, but you you the 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 idea is there. That was the first time that something like that had happened, and then for Shira, that was the first time. In actually, no, not the first time in Netflix show. Like, this was uh, like for people who didn't watch Adventure Time. This moment was phenomenal for so many reasons in Shira. I will, like obviously I won't spoil anything um, for people who haven't like seen it, and like for people who are in the fandom, like it was spoiled for you immediately. Just because I'm not gonna fault the fandom because like that was a very exciting moment when season five dropped, so I won't fault them for that. But odds are you already know what I'm talking about. But I'm not going to repeat it just in case some people are somehow managed to avoid spoilers for this long. Uh, and still haven't watched it. Which you should go do it. Go watch Shira. It's a phenomenal show. Just go watch it. You'll you'll love every second of it. Go watch it. Um, and that was a good example of good representation. Because it was built up so well over a year and a half and like the payoff for it felt so natural and so well earned that the people who like who decide to question it or think that like it's like like oh why did this happen like why did they go this route it's like you you, you missed the entire point of the show like from the onset people saw this coming like granted, back in season one when that first released, people thought like, "Ah, eh, now that won't that won't happen." Pfft, no, but then season four happened, and people think, "Oh, is this gonna happen?" And then season five happened, and yeah, it it it, it happened. Yeah, it, it yeah, they they went like they dove head in, like they no hesitation. Um, and then like there are count there are countless other examples of very good representation that I can list off for you. Like, Ruth Sapphire from uh, Steven Universe. Um, granted, I haven't watched Steven Universe, but I've heard that, like, the representation in that show is phenomenal. Um, and... There are others. The Avenger Time example that I gave. It's a very good example. Um... Oh, Spinarella and Natasa from Shira as well. They're they're full on married in the show. Like full on. Like they, they just exist as a as a as a as a lesbian marriage couple. And it's phenomenal. They're 
great characters. Um, so my whole point of this of this episode is to say that representation is something that is very delicate. It's something that has to be handled correctly. And yes, there is a correct way to do representation no matter what people say. You can't just slap a gay character on a screen and say, Oh, look, there, you look, see, look, we did good, right? It's like, no. If you're going to give the only gay character and make him into a cardboard cutout of a character and like, give, him no, give them no substance, then no, that's not representation. You just fucking threw, you just threw a character on a dartboard and was like, no, put a rainbow on it like no that's not how that works you need like gay characters are like people that's literally it they like they're fucking human beings that just so happen to like something that's not considered quote-unquote normal or whatever the hell that means um so like why does why does this matter why do people make such a big deal about representation all the time i'll explain it to you because granted, like yes, it could be easy to just dismiss this as like, oh, people are like worried about the wrong thing in media, whatever. I'm gonna explain it to you for people who are still confused. The whole reason we make such a big deal about representation is because for decades we've had to watch, pe- like we have to watch the media catered towards straight people, right? All like the big budget rom-com movies all the big budget romance movies you know like titanic the notebook you know all those things like that right all of those are straight like straight couples right and granted they're cute they're they're fine but like we've had to put up for that for decades of like just super 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 straight couples and like the second that we ask that we can see characters that we can relate to and be like, oh, yeah, like that character is like me. Then suddenly it's a problem. When we've had to put up with your cheesy crap for years. And, like, it's only recently that we started complaining about it because now we can complain about it because there are people who are willing to make things that do represent people correctly and accurately and respectfully. So, rather than complaining that people are making a big deal about representation, actually push for representation. Actually push for people to be like, hey, if you're going to do this, do it. Don't half-ass it. Don't uh, drop the ball at the end. Don't, don't just do it for the sake of doing it. Do it because you want to do it. Do it because it's the right thing to do it. Do it because like, this deserves to be made. And then leave it at that. Very simple. All right, that's that's what I'm getting at. Another thing that I'll say about representation is that, like, with representation, it also th- okay. Off this point is a little bit like of a hmm, like a like a tangent, like kind of, but it it still fits. Uh, like, an unintended side effect as well of, like, representation, depending on where you fall in the community, is that, like, you can take that piece of media, share it with, like, a family member or a friend, and, and, and tell them that, like, oh, yeah, no, I used this as, like, yeah, that character's gay, so am I, right? That sort of thing, right? Like, like, I know, like, a lot of people have been using, uh, 
LGBTQ plus media as a form of coming out because like they are either like too scared to say it like face to face or like they can't come up with the correct words to describe it so they'll use other people's words which is fine because like that can help with things like that and I very much approve of people like still trying to figure out ways of like yeah I, I want to tell you this thing but I don't know how to tell you so I'm just gonna do this hello hi there you go and you know things like that Uh, now, going back to the, to why representation matters, um, I can't, like, I'm gonna go back to the Shira example, to, to, to explain to you why representation, when done correctly, means a lot, whether you are not affected by it or not. The amount of happiness that exploded onto the internet. As a result of Shira, is phenomenal. Like to this day, season five came out almost three weeks ago. Come Friday, or come tomorrow, right? Today's Thursday. Yeah, come tomorrow. It's it's already been almost three weeks, right? And people still are like raving over the ending because it was done so well. And it was done in a way where, like, you can go back and watch the entire show again and again and again and again and again and and get to the ending countless times and still be met with that same feeling of, like, euphoria of, like, this is a thing that they decided to do. They did it and it exists and it's lovely and it's natural and it's so freaking amazing to look at and it's so cool that's that like that this is a thing that can exist in the world and nobody can negate that or invalidate that because it's a thing that happened and you know that is something to celebrate uh another another good okay this is uh, this example that I'm about to give is more an example of, like, neutral representation solely because it's been seven years and there has been zero confirmation. No, not seven years. Six years. And there has been zero confirmation. And it's getting frustrating. But I will explain. Ba- okay. There's this show that I really, really like. And it's called Ruby. It's made by Rooster Teeth. And there is an aspect of the show that people have been getting frustrated with, myself included, because, like I said, it's been six years. And it's either they're just refusing to confirm anything or they're they're just clueless and don't know how to confirm things regardless it's frustrating and i'm going to explain why now there is a couple well i say couple but they're not there's a partnership in the show and when i say partnership i literally mean like partner like like school partner that that kind of thing like a school project partner that kind of thing there's a partnership present within the show that the f- that the Ruby fandom has dubbed Bumblebee. 
the reason people call them Bumblebee is because the two characters involved, Blake and Yang, their main outfit and main colors are black and yellow. So, you know, Bumblebee. Um, now, the thing that frustrates me about Bumblebee to no end is the fact that Ruby is about to enter its eighth season. Eight. Eight seasons of this show. And, like, people started pushing for... Well, not pushing. People started, like, shipping Bumblebee back in 2014 when season two came out. Uh, It started off with, you know... uh, uh, the whole duck. Okay, I'm I'm gonna explain like one aspect of it just to like set you up for what I'm talking about. So, but this isn't like a real like big spoiler for the show like at all. But it's like, but Blake during season two was like super stressed about a certain thing that was happening, and she wasn't sleeping. She wasn't interacting with people. She was just solely focused on like completing this task that she assigned herself and uh and then yang uh confronts her about it and like tells her and like tells her like um a story about her family and like how important it is to her and then like they have this big conversation of like yes it's important to do what we have to do but it's also important to take care of yourself so like don't kill yourself in the sake of like trying to do the right thing and, like, from that moment, back in season two, till now, people have been, it's just been building more and more and more and more. Now, the thing that's frustrating about it is that, like, all of the seeds of romance are there, right? Like, they have moments where they, like, they'll, like, glance at each other and then, like, look away when the other one looks back. They've had moments where they're, like, f- like complimenting each other and, like, flirting with each other. They've had moments where they're, like, fighting with each other and, like, it's super, like, intense and emotional and, like, you can see that there's emotion there. Like, there's some sort of connection there, but it's not, like, fully connected. So, people have been growing more and more and more frustrated with, frustrated with the, with this pairing, because of the simple fact that, like, all of the building blocks of a relationship are there, but nobody has hit, like, the final switch and said, yes, this is a couple, and that's where people are being, like, can you just say whether or not they're a couple, just say it, or show it, fucking... Have them walking down the street holding hands. I I will take that at least. Just do something. It's been eight years and you've still done nothing with them. Can you do something? So that's why I say this is an example of neutral. Because I don't want to call it bad. Because if you watch the show, you can see that there is genuine emotion there. There is a genuine connection there. But I also don't want to call it good because there's still no confirmation of it. And they refuse to confirm it for whatever reason i'm convinced that it's either because they don't know how to confirm it correctly or they're trying to prolong it as long as possible just to keep the conversation going which if that's true that is a a very shitty way to go about that and b 
more often than not, that's going to end up shooting you in the foot simply because you waited way too long. You need, if you're going to do this thing, then do it. Don't half-ass it. Just do it. And what 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 makes it more frustrating, right? Other than the fact that like this is a this this has potential to be a canon lesbian couple or WLW couple. I don't I don't want to assume that they're both lesbians, but the fact that this has potential to be a female couple in the show and they refuse to confirm it. Meanwhile, in in a previous season, since since we're about to be season eight, in a previous season, there is a canon lesbian couple, and it's done perfectly. Like they do that whole thing where it's like they walk into the house and like uh, um, uh, they're like sitting in the living room and then like the door opens and then like. You think it's a dude, and then, like, because, like, they're carrying grocery bags, and they, like, you think it's a dude, and then they move their head, and it's a woman, it's like, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is my wife, and then everybody is just like, oh, yeah, hello, hi, and, like, nobody fucking bats an eye. That is so well done. Granted, I can't, like, explain it to you through words, since it's an animated show, but, like, you get it. Like, it's well done. So, like, the fact that they can do that, but, like, not confirm, like, one of their oldest couples is just, like, (sighs) can you, can you fucking cowards just just fucking confirm it please i'm dying just confirm it please like it's all i want anyway that was more of a rant that was more of a like i've been holding that in for a while and i needed to express the level of frustration i had with that because who boy that's been building for a while and i hate it like, I really hate it. I really hate that that is a thing we have to fight for still. That, like, it's like, if you're going to do it, just fucking do it. Just do it. It's it's literally, it's in front of you. You've built it up. It's in front of you. You have the blueprints. All you gotta do is fucking build it. That's it. Just do it. Anyway. Um, like yesterday... This one's gonna. This is gonna be a shorter episode, simply because, um, I was gonna talk about something else, but then this came up, and I wanted to rant. That's that's basically what this is. This is basically a rant. <laughs> this is a rant episode. Sorry, but like that's what this is. Um. Uh, I went into this podcast thinking that like all these episodes are gonna be like an hour long, and I keep struggling to find information to talk about for an hour. Like for the like for the trans community episode, that one was easy to talk about for an hour because there was so much information that I had already learned, and so much information that I could have explained. Um, so that one was easy to get to like fifty minutes, but like with these topics like i like talking about them and like i'm passionate about them but like there's just not enough information for me to like sit here and talk about one topic for an hour so like if like if i had somebody here talking with me obviously this this could be well over an hour but the fact that this is like solo i'm doing like on my own like that makes it a little bit more difficult but regardless i hope you enjoyed 
listening to this episode on representation, why it matters, and why we need more of it. Why we need, we, we, we desperately need more of it. Like, desperately. Um, one thing I will say on the topic of representation, there is a movie coming out soon called Happiest Season, starring Mackenzie Davis and Kristen Stewart. And it is a gay rom-com. Watch it. They are both phenomenal actresses. And this, from what I've seen from this movie, it is a very cute, lighthearted, and funny movie. Watch it. It, you deserve, they deserve to have their movie watched. Watch Happiest Season when it comes out. Watch it. I'm going to watch it like 20 times if I can get my hands on it. So, yes, watch Happiest Season. Just, yes, do that. Uh, and with that being said, tomorrow we will be talking about uh, mental health. Within the community. More specifically, we're going to talk about safety and discussion. There's going to be a bunch of topics based around mental illness. Or not mental illness. No, no, no. Mental health. That was a slip. No. Mental health. There's going to be a bunch of talks about mental health surrounding the community. Tomorrow's topic will be safety and discussion there will be another topic later about coming out there'll be another topic later about um you know about like support groups and like why it's important to have other lgbtq plus friends to talk to about certain things and all of that good stuff we will get into that when we get there but regardless thank you all so much for taking the time to listen to this uh weird experimental podcast thing that i'm trying i know it might not be like the most interesting thing in the world but i still appreciate you guys taking the time listening to them and yeah i will see you little gay babies tomorrow